Now entering Nerdist.com. Jackie Cation, Laurie Kilmartin. Jackie Cation, Laurie Kilmartin. It's the Jackie and Laurie Show. The Jackie and Laurie Show. It's the Jackie and Laurie Show. The Jackie and Laurie Show. Uh, welcome to the Jackie and Lori show. I'm Lori Kilmartin. And I'm Jackie Cation. Here we are. We're up here again. Yeah. We're above the above the comic books. Um, and we're above a live podcast. Oh, right. Doug Loves Movies is doing downstairs in Nerd Melt. And, uh, and it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it's with Dana Gould and uh, who... Uh, he's going to be on a live dork forest talking about movies, and he just he knows all movies. Hey, so. Hold on, You're, we started our third or fourth podcast plugging somebody else's podcast. Two other we can't do podcasts. that. Doug loves this movies. Is, you guys really got to get out there and listen to Doug to loves. our own podcast. <laughs> death. Well, don't you think that it it'll it'll pay it forward? No, oh. I, I, you know what? <laughs> that, no, that never works in show business. You, you know, you stab them in the back. That's what you do, Jackie. Oh, my God. Are you going to garret somebody? Is that <laughs> yeah. how that word is pronounced? My God. There you go. Yeah, G-A-R-O-T-E, uh, right? Or right. is it two R's? I think it's two T's. I oh. Think it's, uh, I don't know. I, God I, damn. I only read. You pulled us out of a nosedive with uh, a, a uh, French uh, French word for killing vrai. somebody. Yes. Yeah. Oui, oui. Mais oui. Any hoodle. Uh, so how has been your week in stand-up comedy? What okay. did you do? We did the show together at Flappers. We did Flaps. a show together at Flappers, um, Laura, Laura House's House. show, and uh, it was fun. And you know what? Okay, I did a couple different shows this week. Uh, last week, I was describing a bit to you and Katie, and when I described it, you, you guys laughed at the description. Okay. So I thought, well, maybe I should just put that in the front of the joke. Um, yeah. Because I feel... It's sort of a dark joke about um, about letting being willing to let my son die if he doesn't yeah doesn't ask me the right because <laughs> I'm trying to make him speak Spanish right so it's it's dark and the people that are into it are on board right away but there's yep. a I would say significant percentage of the audience that's like horrified <laughs> and I I always. I was thinking about this because I, I never learned this lesson. Like every time I write a joke, it's like I, I, this is my first joke I've ever written. I yeah. never learned from the past that I often think, oh, this thing's too dark for the audience, you know? And then I, I think, oh, they can't handle my truth. <laughs> you know, I, I make myself a heroine, a heroine who's just, sure. you know, telling the truth and people can't handle it. But oftentimes it just needs a little tweaking. It needs a right, little, you, you need you, to. We're, you're starting in the middle of the story and they need the beginning of the story. Yeah. You almost have to hold their hand in a way that party, party is like, I don't want to hold hands. I'm not here to hold hands. No, you catch up. Asshole. Yeah, exactly. Catch the fuck up. Yes. All right. But, you know what? Do you want to be right or you want your joke to work? Uh, I want my joke to work. And it, it didn't out. take, it doesn't take away from the actual joke. It at just all. At all. pads a little bit. Yep. And I tried that in front of you. You were the first night yeah. you were there and that, it, that worked a lot better. And then I went. And then you tweaked it a little bit. Did I you did do it a little again? bit more. Yeah, I did okay. it a couple more times this week. I had another set at the improv later on that night on uh, Brandy Posey and Barbara Gray and Tess Barker's show. And then, uh, then I, I did, uh, I was in uh, Malibu last night. Wow. Uh, okay. it was, anyway, it was yeah. just weird, but it all it all started to kind it's of come together. And, yes, and, and there's out. not that you know that that feeling that pinch in the middle of a joke where people are rearing back a little bit, you know, and right. you're like, "Oh, I can't." You described is- something last week that I quoted this week when I was talking to uh the young comics I was working with that that there's these couple of new comics that I was working with, and mm-hmm. they're so eager and so excitable. It's like being around puppies. They, I want to vomit on them. Just they're just hearing. It's that it's a little exhausting, yeah. but they are wonderful human beings, and they just they're just still excited, you know. And they're yeah. like they're they're soaking it up like a sponge. And I'm like, I'm already full. My sponge is full. <laughs> uh, I'm so sorry to be full. I'm a full sponge. I, I threw the sponge away. I'm got, I've got a new one. <laughs> and uh, but I was talking about because you talked about how the punchline would move in a joke. Yeah, like where the laugh, was. where the key, the key yeah. laugh, the peak it, laugh. Right. Where you're right. like, well, that's not what I was thinking was yeah. going to happen. I was thinking it was going to the laugh was going to always be where the punchline was. Right. Which meant that the joke itself was changing in yes. ways that you can't you cannot predict it. right. Yeah. So yeah, it's weird. And something you think is a punchline now all all of a sudden becomes a setup. It's part of a setup. And sometimes people laugh at it. But yep. as long as you're not expecting it, then you mm-hmm. want to have that look of shock and horror when it doesn't happen. <laughs> that, that descriptive part that yeah. you were talking about, I always think of that as the as a kind of an alty setup. Yeah. Because someone asked Ugh, me, oh, I want to take it out now. No, I know no. I can't. You, but you, but the thing is, is you're doing your best to garret it, <laughs> if I may. Let me just tell you this: is there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with setting it up because what. 
I, I had a friend who went because I've always written essentially in that style, mm-hmm. right? And so when alt comedy became very popular in ninety eight, ninety ninety nine, or whatever it did, right? Uh, I would get other comics like road comics like myself who'd come up and be like, "How do I do it? How do, I want to do the alti rooms where the fancy people are and they're nice right. audiences." And I was like, "As far as I can tell, the only way is tell the story of how you wrote the joke and then tell the punchline." That make uh, it's that's true and yeah. it makes me cringe. But that's how. I write my material. <laughs> but your material doesn't make me cringe. I right. love your material. Right, right. So, so something is working. It's but some it's, hybrid, but we're not too proud. That, but I'm of not your notes. Or, no, well, I'm, and I'm not too. I, yeah, I don't. The, I know you're right. It's it's like selling. It's like you tell them what you're gonna tell. You're gonna. What is the sales? You you tell them what you're gonna sell. Oh, the sales thing. <laughs> yeah, and then you s- tell them what you told them, and then you told them. Tell, I tell don't know. Them what it's you told fucking them? three things. Yeah. When, when your instinct is to do it yeah. once, right, and be. Well, be because brief you're, and concise and, and edit. You know, right. you want to edit as few words as possible. That's right. for and, me. I'm like you, as little as possible. You're a super tight writer, too. Like the, the set up punch, set up punch, set up punch. Mm-hmm. But you know what happened to me uh, over the weekend? I was in Tacoma. Uh, one of my favorite clubs, that Tacoma club. Th- can we just take a side road and say yeah. that's a great club? That's a great club. Super nice people. They really? give you a thank you note at the end that's signed by the entire staff. And the staff personalized it. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it like they're so... watching your act. Yeah. They're, not, was... they're, not, they're not angry wait staff. They're like, like, Thanks a lot. Hope it worked out. See you next time. Blah, blah, blah. They, but no, it was super. They do callbacks to your act. You're like, hey, can I use that tag? Yeah. That's, uh, that's not bad. <laughs> right. So to, a couple of things. Tacoma weird. Comedy Club. Tacoma called. Comedy yes. Club. And a couple of things happened that were crazy. And one of them was um, this woman's first show Saturday right. was on her cell phone uh, texting dur- during my set. Okay. And, and so, you could see it's front row. She was second row in the balcony, that stage right. right. So a hundred people could see her face lit up because yes, yes, of her yes. phone, right? Right. So maybe eighty or one hundred and twenty people couldn't because there were people behind her right. and there were people around the corner. So, but a good hundred people, and I got on stage and she was texting. I was like, oh well, she's probably just texting and she'll be done in a second. And right. so I start but my just, set. But can I just stop for a yeah. second? Just so you you dumb shits in the audience know that second you took out of Jackie's brain takes away from the joke she told because she's not 100% in the moment and that lessens the experience for everybody. It, and it, it was slightly Chinese, dings the show. Yeah, and it dinged and it dinged and it dinged because I let her do it for 15 fucking minutes. No. I just, I was, I was trying to just I was just trying to do my set. And then what happened was is the exact same thing that you just said, which was I mixed up the order of my joke, uh, which made me yeah. furious. Yeah. And so I said, I gotta stop for a second and I have to tell you to put that thing the fuck away because it's killing me. And she was like, oh, right, right. And she kind of smiled and laughed. And I was like, no, I know. I know it's an indictment against my own cellular telephone use, but you're killing me and you got to get rid of it. Right. And she did this kind of smirk. And then I said, you can jam it up your ass, <laughs> which is not yeah. my finest. Went from zero to 60 on I that one so, very quickly. Because like, she smirked at me. Sure. And I was like, I'm done now. Now there's rage. Yeah. And I was like, and but the audience just... Just a large applause break because a hundred people could see what she was doing. Yeah, and I was like, I can't think, and I'm try- I'm up here. I am alive. I and so and yeah. It's and this super is a Saturday first show. Saturday first show. This and- is the Thunder show. This yeah. is the the show that the other shows lead up to. Right. So I get off stage right. and I'm, you know, I'm sort of. I, I'm like I might have hit her too hard. I'm so sorry. No, you, know, you never it. you never hit a cell phone person too hard. I was so mad, and but so people were like, "That was great, that was great." But there were a bunch of haircuts, like a, just a pile of fucking broy haircuts, right. right? Just all these dudes who were like eight guys who all came over. They're like, "You were great. You want a shot?" And I was like, "Nah, another show. <laughs> I think not. Thank you, gentlemen." And they're all like in their early twenties, and yeah. they're and they're they're just. A, just a pile of bros, yeah. right? Just a pile of haircuts, and they and one of them goes, <laughs> "Yeah, you know, she was really ugly anyway. She was fucking ugly anyway." I was oh, like, "Nope, no. nope, we're I not, know. we're not. Don't need to. We don't need oh, to do anything. You don't have to help. Like she, she was just shitty by her behavior. Yeah, her behavior was enough. You don't need to tell me what you thought of her haircut or whatever. Uh, so anyway, so we all they're like, "Can we get, we get a picture?" And then there's nine guys, and they're all crowding around me, and and now I'm uncomfortable because of the broy comment, right? And so I make a joke, super dark, but because they're all 24 years old, none of them get it. Oh. As they all crowd around me, I go, all we need is a pinball machine, you guys. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's an accused reference. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You get it. I we get, get it. it. Sure, we're here. That, I think that was my first screen rape was the accused. <laughs> we all remember our first screen rape. How can you forget your first screen? Oh, I think it was Jodie Foster, right? <laughs> yeah, it was Jodie Foster. Yeah. And Kelly was- McGillis defending. Mm-hmm. I forget who raped her. <laughs> She didn't. Aristotle, your first screen rape. We're all thinking. We're all thinking. What's it going to be? Maybe that's the title of this this one. Your first screen rape. Right. Oh Jesus. Anyway, yeah. Well, you know we got to sex up these show names. Right. Right. The, the and rape show is, names. Get... Rape is just. Uh, it's just right. sex click, you had to work for, bait. right? <laughs> oh Jesus. Who wasn't listening? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and the nine thousand rape jokes we've heard over the last thirty years come to the fore. Yes. Yeah. So it was. But on the on the whole, the shows were so fun. But by yeah. I had used all that energy that first show Saturday, and so second show Saturday, I was kind of punchy. Those so, are, the punchy shows are better. I had such a good time yeah. that second show Saturday, and I got off stage, and the audience was like, "That was really fun," and I'm like. Thank God. Thank God you had a good time because I certainly did. Oh, you did. Oh, you did too. Yeah, oh, yeah, I totally yeah, yeah. did. I was like, but I always feel bad because I like, you know, you want to just, I, I, for me, I just want to pound as many fucking jokes into their brain yeah. as possible. And I'm like, I got 45, 50 minutes here. Uh, I, I have an hour and a half of material I need to tell. Plus, I'd like to try these three new weird jokes that yeah. uh, I know aren't going to work. So let's do them and then get out of them and then get back into the... If you're, if, I just got to say them out loud. If you're in the audience or you're an audience member, when you go to a show that's got another show after it, the show you're going to yeah. see is joke pounding. Bam, 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 bam. We don't yeah. have time to go over it. We can't fuck around. Right. We just got to get in, kill, and get out. Yep. But the show... <laughs> If there's no show after you, it's the late show Friday or late show Saturday yep. or it's any of the other a nights. Thursday, a damn oh, Sunday. A Sometimes Sunday. a Sunday's pretty Plus, sweet, isn't it? Because you're enraged that you're still there. <laughs> yes. Because there's always 12 people at the Sunday show. So you, you stayed an extra day in shit town du jour and you're like, what the fuck? But that, but that what the get fuck up. head is the best head the to have best. on stage. Because then you just get up and it's like it's casual day, man. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try all my new weird stuff. Exactly. I'm going to screw around. I'm going to have the time of my life. And it just Remind you how much you love stand up. So, yes. so much. Uh, I know. It keeps. So. It keeps, again, yeah, I, I've. There's like, there's, um, there's many times where I'm like, why am I still doing this? Because, I mean, <laughs> of course, we detailed last week. I was oh, right. negative, you know, negative 90, I think. And probably around the same this week. Maybe a little bit less. Cause no, my, I think less because now, cause now you're back in the groove. No, no, no. I'm, I'm talking sitter money. That's oh, what I'm sitter. talking about. Oh, <laughs> I'm saying, why do I do this? If I spent oh, right, the time spent the... at night writing, working on pilots, working on a movie, working on anything and selling it, right. that, that seems like cancer. an effective Does use. That... No, right. that's not effective use of my time. <laughs> um, but, but, you know, it doesn't make any sense financially. I only do it because I love stand-up. You have joy. Yeah. Yes. And, and I keep wanting to keep writing new shit you know yep um there's a minute and a half that people need to hear about it's those sunday shows that make you want to keep doing it in a way because you're like you that's when you come up with new tags that's when you tell a joke you've told 200 times and then you tell it the right way finally you're like whoa wait a minute Mm -hmm. yes Mm -hmm. yeah those shows will ruin you it was great second show actually i did i said i came up with a tag to a joke Joke's got to be 11 years old, but yeah. nobody knows who I am, so who cares? Like, exactly. We're not Louis C.K. Right. It doesn't matter. I don't need to turn shit over if it's a timeless joke about when my dad, first time he acknowledged I was a girl. <laughs> and uh, But anyway, <laughs> there was – the the bit is – is it's older than God, so uh, everyone is – Whatever, uh, my dad when he when he did the one time he talked to me about being a woman. Yeah, I was fifteen, and he said, "Now the the bee goes from flower to flower. The flower does not go from bee to bee. Oh Guess my which God. one you are." That was the entire. <laughs> that was the whole sentence, right? <laughs> and so, uh, and I was just sitting up there, and I was kind of punchy, and I go. Obviously, I went the route of the bee eventually. One eventually goes the route of the bee. And I made myself laugh so hard that I was like, someone someone, fucking write that down. Someone, that's my autobiography. I like that. And, that's nice. And I've come off the road, so I'm cussy. I'm more cussy sure. when I go on the road. I come off and I got a lot of F-bombs. Yeah, I, don't know I get it. I get it. It's a, get, it's uh, sadly it's a it's part of the power of the stage, right? Know? Right. I get a little aggro. Plus, if I, plus if anybody's in my face at all, mm-hmm. I get a little aggro. There were two women f- first show Friday who came up to me afterwards, and um, they were very very uh, pleasant to me. Yeah, but told me that uh, usually mm. they don't like. Re- oh, yeah. I'm. 
What do you think okay. they said? What do you think they said, Lori Kilmartin? They what usually do you... don't like flower comedians. Yeah, they don't they like. They prefer bees. <laughs> they enjoy. <laughs> Is that it? And then you said, "I I am a bee from time to time." <laughs> I am the most bee-like comic you've oh. ever seen. Yeah, they told me they didn't like flower comedians, and and you know I have that card. Yeah. That I give out to people <laughs> who say that with your name on it, actually. Thank you. But uh, I've run out of them. Um, and so I had to just show him a picture of it. Oh my <laughs> I was like, God. let me, let me get my iPad out and show you a picture of the card that says, I know I just said that, you well, know, audiences rude the day they stopped to talk to you because you, <laughs> most comics <laughs> are trying to get rid of the audience and you're like, no, get back here. I've no, got, no, a, I've, I've, got a, a, I've got a page to show you. I have a lecture series. I have to that charge up my iPad. You stay right here. It'll be, a, it'll be up and running in five minutes. <laughs> I just have to reboot this and then uh, update this one app. Yeah, I uh yeah, you'd think. But the, everybody but I think I I think I'm like that because people really do think I'm super approachable. Right. And so they say sometimes the weirdest stuff to yeah. me where they're just like, I mean, I can't tell you how many times people have told me not to eat after 7. <laughs> so many people oh are like, God. you shouldn't eat after seven. And oh, I'm like, no. Oh, yeah, my God. That. That's horrible. That. <laughs> it, it, you, it, you're getting food <laughs> advice from people who just ate nachos in front of you. Right. And just ate, had like a shot and a beer and yeah. a couple of beers. And now they're going to get into their vehicle. And you're like, no, they have thank cheese you. In their I, know, beards. I know what you mean. I know why you said it. And <laughs> oh, I appreciate no. your worry about my heart. Uh, but <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so so I I have come to a point where people, if they come up to me and say stuff, that I have responses, right? And yeah. then if if other people say stuff, I guess I'm still in response mode, and so yeah. I will volunteer, possibly, yeah. possibly too much. Good. Mm-hmm. Look, you're an activist. You can't turn that. You know you that's what that I like off. to do. That's what I like to do. <laughs> I like to never turn it off. I went to I went, my friend's birthday was yesterday, and oh, okay. uh, it was like one of the significant decade birthdays. Oh, right, and, right. So uh, it's a big. She's gathering. a working writer. She's a she's uh, she's. She's written on a ton of TV shows. She's won an Emmy. She's working on a show now that's coming out on ABC in a couple of weeks. Neat. Um, so she's. But she, she was was she tripping a little bit or was she embracing? She's been it? tripping since um, since she turned twenty five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Quarter of a century, you guys. Yeah, it's kind of weird. You're just like you know, you could stop tripping. You're you know, you're a success and you did really well and you're still doing well and you're working on a really hip show yeah. and. You know, your brain is young. Your references are young. You're fucking, you're on yik yak. You're, you're like, you're on all the shit, you know. Right. You're doing everything that you can do and you're yeah. also still creating and, and you're great. you're a great writer. It's one yeah. thing when great writers, they, they, they're like, I, they know all the structure. They know all that kind of stuff. And then their reference references stay uh, reference. Oh, let me tell you why I'm having trouble speaking in a second. Okay. Stay in the decade that they really oh, right, right. hit they're, their stride. Yeah, their 80s or 90s or whatever. Yeah. Like you have to, you have to move you have to- forward. You keep growing, keep yeah, writing, and, and people—the people that meant a lot to you when you were famous, when you were young, that were famous. Young people have no people have no idea who they are. Right, they don't have a reference. They're not going right. to get that accused joke, not yes. unless they're big nerds. I know, and, uh, <laughs> but they're on board. So why are you having trouble talking? Okay, so you know I Botox. So right. last, so <laughs> that's right. I'm you totally said, open about that. Oh, totally, and you said um, it. so. I and I, you know I'm always like you know I I, I need to be able to move my face. Right, and so you're we still always use yeah. It. It's always it's always um, I'm still using. That's Maria's joke about <laughs> it because she she does this joke about how someone told her she should get uh, Botox in yeah. her face, and she said, "You know, I'm still using it." <laughs> MariaBamford.com. Yes. Um, she's great. Yes, yeah. I'm not as great as her. I will. I don't care. I'll still Botox. <laughs> well, but you know, they can do it in a way where you can still move your face, and right? Stuff. And you, uh, you move your face. You, and, yeah, and it, you know, I'm frowning right now. I'm frowning. <laughs> I'm frowning. Right, Everything you say is making me frown. I'm angry at the world. So, uh, but it's just not as deep. And, um, and, uh, but here's the thing. If I, if I leave my chin unchecked and I don't Botox it, it will go the way of Mitch McConnell's chin. You know what I mean? You know where, I, where it's, it's all, it's all, oh, you know, when so he pushes in on his chin. Yeah. So I, so I, you know, we numb a little bit right here and it okay. makes it, it lessens that effect dramatically to me. Maybe no one else notices, but I think it makes right, a big right. difference. Okay. But. May have gone a teeny bit too far. <laughs> and there have been Having times. Having some enunciation there, issues. Yes, there will be times in this podcast where my brain is going faster, my mouth is not able to right. keep up. Right. And so it's it, there's a cup. There's one time on stage at, I was at the West Side on Friday, and there, that happened. I'm like, oh my god. I just, it just every once in a while. Yeah. You know, it's usually it's okay. About a year, like two years ago, I think I had it. I went to this doctor. 
who who uh, oh, I'd never go to again because I was like, I just went here, here, and here, and he's like, let me do a little bit before I could say no. He was shooting up every possible part of my face. Whoa! And I was part. I was kind of curious, you know. Like and you're then, like, what, what's going to happen? Because yeah. it does wear off, right? It, uh, nothing. It, it always wears off. Okay. So even if there's a mistake, it goes away. Okay. And and. I mean, I found, and I maybe I don't know if other female comics find this. I've moved my face so much, my muscles are really strong. I mean, they yeah. fucking fight back against that Botox. They're like, will, "Fuck you, no, I got a friend." I will make an expression. It does yeah. not last as long as it does on other people. Fair enough. You know, I'm. Um, yeah. They're always like, "You're back." <laughs> <laughs> but this doctor. Uh, just you know, didn't he, he wouldn't care that I was a comedian? Yeah, yeah, just and and. My it was so hard to talk for about two weeks, and I had like a week two at the weeks. punchline in San Francisco, and oh. it was hard. It was I was very upset. I really had to like work around my mouth. Yeah, and you don't want to be thinking about that. No, <laughs> when you're on stage, you don't want to be thinking. Can my mouth handle this set of words in the in this right. order? Do I have to rearrange this sentence? No, Ugh, that's the worst. Tiring. That sounds exhausting. Holy crap! That sounds. That's yeah. terrible. So anyway, uh, it, it should die down pretty soon. But, yeah. uh, you know, I'm, I'm so just in case everyone yeah, should just know, so you know, just I've so got, you know, there's some issues. How was the party? Though? Was, it, was it everybody kind of our it was age? Cool. Very low key. It, low key. And um, uh, yeah, it was cool. It's just kind of, you know, just, there was another writer there that was our age. And she's also working. And it's weird how you, you get this feeling like, oh, you know, this is my last gig, you know, right. and this is our last stand. And then we're off to some sort of Pastor? place where they put female comedians and female writers. <laughs> and it's not necessarily true. Right. You know, it, it, in it action. Isn't, it isn't true in action because uh, the thing is, is I think that the, the comics that have stopped and this is men and women, they just get sick of treading water. You yeah. know, they're just like, oh, I thought I'd be better off at some point so right. i think i'll go invent star wagons or whatever i mean or star just, wagons that's a uh, larry wagoner he invented star wagons What's uh, that? star wagons were the they're the were pe- they're trailers he invented i'm I'm, oh. I'm going to my trailer that he, guy was that was invented yeah. by a comedian no he's a comic actor larry wagoner oh. it's uh, uh look him up if you would aristotle because i can't remember he was on um I'm spacing when he was on. It was on the Dude, 60s. Dude, you already have so many more references that I do here. That's Don't amazing. say you're spacing. Right. Oh, you're, yeah, yeah. You're gone I'm, beyond I'm anything it. I know. I'm nailing it. Yeah, I in my so, opinion, but it's, yes. Uh, but he was, I think he was on Laugh, the Laugh thing from oh, who the cares? 60s. Who cares? Oh, Laugh In. Yeah. I think With he was Goldie Hawn and... Yeah. Uh, okay. I, yeah. I feel like he was in Laugh In. Okay. Um, or he was on the Carol Burnett show. One of those two things was happening. But he was, uh, and, and, he, and he did like some guest starring stuff like on the love boat or he'd be oh. on like fantasy island don't you wish you were famous during that time where you could be doing guest star on guest fantasy stars. island on the You're love just boat like 600 oh. bucks Who robert want- goulet was on those shows constantly <laughs> right just showing up dude can't you just sing for a night you gotta how how many ex-wives do you have <laughs> exactly so now you know martha kelly right yes, from I here do. i love martha kelly she's originally from texas texas right? originally but yes. she was a minneapolis comic when i met her okay. in the 90s and then i moved here and then um she lived here for a while and yeah. then she moved back to austin uh so that she'd be closer to all of the animals in the world she's an <laughs> animal person martha kelly is and you i know, guess yeah. some of the best comedians are incredibly sensitive yeah. You know, she's like, she reminds me of one of those people that, that oh, is oh, very, the, of, like, I would want to protect her from the business. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I think she did a pretty good job of protecting herself from the business. Yeah. And then the long hand of Zach Galifianakis reached out and said, awesome. hey, what are you doing? You want to be on a show without having to audition and just, just don't even worry about it. Oh my and, God. Yeah. So she's going to be on a new show with Zach Galifianakis. I think it's called Baskets. Oh, and it's I on saw. FXX or I something? saw. I thought that was a movie. It's a TV show. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, and she's going to play ensemble cast. Oh my god! And she and she, I read this interview with her on. Um, oddly enough, wait, what was the what was the name of it? Oh, it was on, in the Times. It was yeah. in the New York Times. Wow. And they interview her, and they're like, "Well, how, what happened?" And she goes, "Well, I told him I've never acted." <laughs> and Zach Galifianakis, being Zach Galifianakis, sure. goes, "Oh, don't worry about it. <laughs> Just act like yourself." <laughs> What's Larry Wagner's buzz? Uh, Lyle Wagner. 
It's Lyle oh, Wagner. Lyle. I remember that guy. He was totally in <laughs> Carol Burnett all the time. That's it. Yes. Yeah, not Larry. See? That's, that's where the... This is a classic... You got Wagner right. I that's did. Pretty it's impressive. a Huelhauser moment. People <laughs> might remember it from my other podcast where I don't know shit. <laughs> anyway, so... But but Martha Kelly, she just... She does stand-up, but she never... But she was just... It got too intense for yeah. her. So she... Some she people aren't back. meant for the road. Yeah. And... and that doesn't mean they're not great comics. They, right. It's just the road is like a hotel room and it's being alone. It's, and Martha and it's having people say stupid shit like they say to you afterwards. And right. Stuff. And some people are just like, that's not their thing. You right. Know? And it's not, you're not a hothouse flower. You're just yeah. a, an adult human who doesn't want to really deal with it. Yeah. But her standup is super deadpan. It yes, was like, it's great. It always she, reminded, she did late night too. And she, she did. Late night Conan. Yeah. Yeah. And I, she always reminded me sort of of, of Tig oh, if, yeah. if people yeah, needed, yeah, yeah, yeah. just because it was so deadpan yeah. And, yeah. and she was good with silences yeah. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so if people get a chance, go see Martha uh, Kelly. Yeah. Yeah. But who you had a comic you were going to Oh, our comedian. Yeah, 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 we didn't even talk about this. This is our least prepared. But, yeah, this is in thematically I'm completely unprepared for everything today. I'm also supposed to do a show tonight right after this where I'm reading competitive right. erotic fan fiction. Yeah, which of course I took, you know, you take a gig and then you're like, "Yeah, I'll do it." And then you don't look at the directions um until Right. You're like, "What? What are I you doing do? the pre-written or are you doing the pull from the audience?" Well, I think um uh I, I've been gracious. <laughs> I have been you? shifted over to the where the audience Pull gives me something, the and then go. I just have forty minutes to write it, which yeah. I would much rather. Do. Yeah, that'll be. Then you don't have to. Yeah, um, yeah. But it, you know, I hope this this should teach every booker out there not to book me on anything <laughs> where I have to do extra work or where it's a it's a weird thing or to just tell you over and over again. Yeah, please remind me. I had some guy email me, and I was like, "Remind me what that we were gonna do." <laughs> And I have not yet heard back from that man. Uh, that man it was made... your husband, Andy. That's the sad <laughs> was thing. Like, we were going to be married and live together forever. <laughs> no, no, that I, I would have remembered that. So, um... oh, okay. So yeah. we didn't prepare, but so I just threw this name out because I was thinking yeah. about her lately. Is Marina Franklin? Okay. The, now we're going East Coast now. That's East Marina, Coast. Marina. Uh, she's originally from Chicago, but she I knew I met her in New York City uh, when I moved there in '99 and knew her. I've known her ever since, and she's right. so funny. She just did Conan recently. Or Conan's really great. Oh, that's great. She was in it. You know, I, I feel like oh, people are like, oh man, she did Conan, and she was she was in Trainwreck. She's in Amy Schumer's movie. Oh wow, where she uh, she and Keith Robinson were the couple in the movie theater behind <laughs> John Cena and Amy Schumer. <laughs> okay, okay. So uh, yeah, she's been in a movie that's yeah. like a, a major blockbuster. Yes, but you know what? If you haven't heard of her, and the thing is, is you said her name, and I'm like, I know I've met her, yeah. but I can't remember her. She's great. So, she's yeah. really really funny. She's working the road. I see her working gigs. So find you know, her. Find, find her. Marina Franklin. Marina she's Franklin. really funny. She's nice. She does great impressions, but not oh, cool. Not celebrity impressions. She does. Gr- she does a great. Uh, she always does great boyfriend impressions. It's not just, <laughs> you know, yeah. like me. That's my, that's have, my character work guys. on men. I do two guys. I uh, can do, I can do my, this guy. I can do this dumb guy. Yeah. And then I can do my dad. And then <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's it. That, those are it. Marie, yeah. Marina's always dating some uh, ethnic, some, some oh, accent she, that she nails. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so, so that's super check fun. Check her out. Yeah. yeah. So and look she, up Marina She Franklin. works in New York City all the time too, but oh, she's in your neighborhood. Go, go find her, man. That is cool. The other interview that because because you are the one who always send me, sends me these interviews. So now that I, enraged me, right, or, right. And yeah. so now I'm keeping my eye out. I'm like, are there inter- <laughs> are there are, are there articles? Are there links I could mm-hmm. send to to Lori Kilbarton on uh, <laughs> for the show? And I found one where Carrie Fisher interviews. Daisy Ridley. Cool. And Daisy Ridley is a star she of plays Star Ray Wars. Yeah, she star plays Ray yeah. in Star Wars. And it is a great interview because you know those interviews are the dumbest. Yeah. Because you never learn it's anything. Softballs and then yeah. people missing the softball being thrown at them. Right. And, and, Daisy Ridley is like 23. Yeah. And Carrie Fisher is 59. Yeah. And uh, Carrie Fisher, they just, it's the great, it's a great interview. It's in Interview Magazine, I guess. That's, uh, yeah, interviewmagazine.com. And, um, at one point, there was oh, okay. It's uh, the interaction was this. Uh, I also said it's hard to date the when they first met. Yeah, I guess Carrie Fisher said to Daisy Ridley, "I guess it's hard to date once you're a big Star Wars star because you don't want to give people the ability to say I had sex with Princess Leia." <laughs> and Ridley goes, "Someone asked me if I found it easier to date now because I'm in the film," and I was like, "What the hell?" 
And Fisher goes, what a stupid question. So I love the just, it's yeah. just this back and forth where Carrie Fisher's like, yeah, you don't answer anything. Don't do anything you don't want to do. Don't oh do anything. Just be. Yeah. It's like the queen mother telling Princess Diana. Give yeah. Her their... Yeah. She's oh, just walk cool. it off. Don't worry about it. And, uh, and just, uh, and, and so, and Daisy Ridley is like, yeah, I'm just trying to, I just came back from Berlin. Everybody's been really nice and try not to freak out about being in the movie. And yeah. Yeah. So it was. But I, I learned more about Carrie Fisher and Daisy Ridley in that interview where they just riffed off of each other. Right, and there was right. a transcript of it that I did in any actual in-depth, how did you start uh, acting? Yeah. What was your first joke? I hate that. Yeah. So I'm, and whenever anybody asks me those interview questions, yeah. how do you respond? I'm sure you're much nicer than I am, quite honestly. I don't know. I, you'd it's have like, to give how, me how the did question. You get, how did you get into comedy, Laurie Kilmer? <laughs> That's what I do. I fall asleep. I don't know what happens. My mouth takes over. And if it hasn't been too Botoxed, it answers for me. But uh, yeah, I can't. It's awful. I think I the last time someone did it, they did it via email, and I genuinely sent them two different links <laughs> to other interviews where I had answered those questions. <laughs> Can you talk to this journalist instead of me? Because uh, yeah, he really. Why don't does you just well. crib off of these two interviews and then come back to me with any other question ever? Uh, I don't care what it is. <laughs> oh man, yeah. So. You know, Carrie Fisher. Uh, I think when you when. You, you know the criticism she's. Uh, oh, the what we talked about last yeah, time. Yeah, it doesn't help when aged. you start and when they see you in a bikini, like a slave Leia, and you're 19. Yeah, yeah. The, you're always going to be compared to that. Right, right. And well, it, and I think we mentioned it last time. Is Did we, am I Ford, repeating what well, I said last but the time? Thing, but I think that we were not as succinct as we are just right now. So okay. I think that we should go with it. Is that Harrison Ford aged in the? In the business. Yeah. And she didn't. She oh, that's right. Writing. She kind of, yeah, she kind of dropped out a little. Well, she didn't drop out. She was, yeah, yeah. She was, she, <laughs> she was, was cut drugs. from show business <laughs> she was by uh, studio executives who only want 25 year olds. Yeah. Right. She was, yeah, she was. And, and that too. But you know what? How many dudes are on drugs and kooky and still get work? Yeah. You know? So There's I don't a lot think of you that. blame that. Which I think leads into the one that you sent me about Leslie Jones. That was a really article. cool. I I, nice I can't segue. remember if that was a recent article or not. It, it it's a New up, Yorker article. Yeah, it popped up. Uh, uh, you know, you know, you start reading one article in the New Yorker, and they'll they're, they're all the, oh. they start their uh, their algorithms immediately pick up on ninety five <laughs> articles that you will also want. That will read. also you're gonna wanna. Yeah, yeah. So this is a really good one. I, she's like our age, maybe a couple years younger than okay. us. Okay, she might be like mid forties. Over, she got 47? hired when she's 46. So okay. she's been on two seasons, 48, okay. 47, 48. 48, whatever. Yeah. You know, that's pretty fucking awesome. And I didn't know her. She's been around LA for a long time, right? Did you know her? I never knew her. Hmm. I never, I mean, the thing is, 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 and I'm always loath to say that because it's one of those things where you go, no, I don't know her. And then I'll get an email <laughs> saying, Hey, you know, we worked that one week together and you're like, oh, yeah, you're, you're an amazing person. That's so good. I might have met her, but I don't think I don't. And and I wrote down one of her jokes. Yeah. Because or did I write it down or did I just read it and laugh? I laughed. I tell you, I laughed. Yeah. Well, she like she goes on stage and and she just is like, you know, I I think she opens her set or her last special. She opened her set by saying, you know, I'm a I'm a big bitch. I'm a big bitch. You're not going to have to. But if you can get past the size of my ass, I'm great. I'm great in the sack. I'm great in the, you know, and, and yeah, on and yeah, on. Yeah. And then she's like, you can go get the car. I don't need your protection, <laughs> which is such a great premise, great. right? And then there's a bunch of punchlines peppered in there. But I like the premise of you can go get the car. I'll, I'll be good. I'll still be here. That, that's, that does kind of remind me why I sent that link to you about how she was talking about, or maybe it was Emily Nussbaum who wrote it, about how female comics, we immediately have to... We're immediately being stared at as objects in a way that guys aren't. And I didn't realize I, – th- I remember the first time I sort of noticed something like this was in the San Francisco Comedy Competition. Okay. And there's 20 comics, you know, in whatever, the semifinals or something. And right. we, we each get five minutes. And so as soon as you hit the stage, it's go time. You have no time to fuck around. Right. And I remember I'd watch guy after guy go up and they'd like frown or look at the audience. And they were they would get a laugh without saying a word. Like wow. the audience is already there. And when I went up, I felt this sort of stillness like they were staring at me right. like what maybe the waiting? women are like oh, i hope she's funny <laughs> and you know the guys uh, but whatever it was it was this they were very nervous right. so be a b be a b be a b 
Yes. Don't be a flower. Yes, yes. yes. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, so it's almost like no matter what joke I told first, it didn't get a huge laugh. It would be like a, more of a relief. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> She's not awful. Right. And you're and like, I'm going to need a bigger go. laugh uh, yeah. because and the judges are looking for uh, the laughing out loud. Part. Yeah. So yeah. then you can build on that. But it was all. And I still even to this day, I, I, I sometimes when I get, get hit, hit the stage, the first thing won't get a laugh no matter what it is. And, right. I, and I know I can feel people looking at me instead of going, oh, yay, a new comedian's here. Like they whether if it's a place if, that doesn't have a lot of female comedians yeah. or. It, it, mostly that where you, where they've had like ten guys in a row, yeah. and it's like you're like almost like a heavenly angel sent there, right. you know. But they <laughs> right. they're staring at you, and they're not listening, and they're not confident right. that you're going to take them someplace. And you have to you have to waste a little bit of time just settling them. Yeah, just going, two it's beats, cool. Maybe I got, a beat or two. I got a lot of jokes. I've seen a lot of guys go up. You know how like. Like I've I've noticed like there's it's sort of a certain kind of comic who feels the need, whether it's a man or a woman that feels the need to go. Yeah, I'm another bearded white guy. Yeah. And so, I mean, bearded white guys tend to say that now. Yeah. Where they just yell stuff. But I don't know. Bearded white guy. Bearded white guys tend to tend to make a comment about it. Someone who's pr- particularly heavy. Yeah. Will do it. Whether you they're feel an obligation women. to. Yeah. I, I love your joke. Oh, the one that I opened my set with. It's brilliant. With. Yeah. Right. Because I do address my looks. Yeah. I do. I'm like, yes, yes, I am I am overweight. You may consider it addressed. And then Boom. I do. Done. On to the thing you want to talk about. Joke. Next. <laughs> and real joke that I've, about yeah. things. Yeah. It's true. So I, I guess I do feel the need to say something about it because they do stare at me. Yeah. Because I don't, I don't know what they expect me to do. Yeah. I don't expect, I don't know what they, what, are they, what do you want from me? I'm, I'm going to tell you jokes. So I guess I should say that I'm not that, yeah. I, that I know what I look like. I mean, once they going. know you and they yeah, they don't famous, then I can they're, go anywhere. they're like, oh, it's Jackie. But what, what, right, not, but for like, the rest of us, you're just you're, oh, it's just another yeah. guy. It's just another woman. Yeah, and I don't so normally you, like these things. These female comics. <laughs> what uh, is this? Oh, this is a, usually I don't like women comics, but you're really funny. Thank you. Yeah, stop saying that. So it's it's this. Uh, I and I once I kind of. I not that that change. I used to think, oh, that must mean I'm not funny. I'm not funny, you yeah. know, because I don't get it. It's when I they look at me when I make a face, they they get uncomfortable. So you're overcompensating, and you're like, what the hell's happening? Why am what am I doing wrong? Well, I just thought that meant I wasn't good. Yeah, and um, and then I kind of, after, you know, I'm not real. I, like I, I didn't study, you know, gender studies in college, or I don't even know <laughs> if they had gender studies right. or college when I was in college. But, I mean, <laughs> I wasn't hyper aware of of the what how women are looked at you know i I, i'm just living in my own bubble right and uh i kind of figured that out on my own and i i was like fuck man this it's so that's when you you sort of realized it one day yeah like like, i'm gonna yes in a comedy competition i would need six minutes where a guy would just need five because i need a minute to just let people know I'm a competent comic and don't worry. And you're Please in never good say hands. that out loud because <laughs> then they're going to compare it to lowering the basketball net. And then you're like, I hate you. But it, but it's, you know, it, it's a teeny bit of a handicap, you know, just that yeah. thing, just that, just that you're forced to comment on something. It's like if, if you ever work in England. No. Okay. Well, the well, first thing. Yeah. Oh, go. Sorry. Well, well I mean, not really. Go okay. Ahead. They go. Oh, you're an American. You've got to. You've got to uh, take the piss out of it. You immediately have. To, it's uh, like. Oh, yeah, you're telling me what I have to open with? Fuck yeah. you! I'll open with what I want, and then you don't mention it, and then you're like, Oh, I, I need to. I need a joke about being right. American. I, I need to address it. That's yeah. happened in Australia. Yeah. So okay. Yeah. yeah. That's the thing. thing. It's like I don't like being told what I have to open with, but. Um, that's why we went into comedy. That yeah. and no heavy lifting. That's why I went into stand-up. Yeah, I don't so, have to set up the chairs. Yeah, I think um, I think that the audience kind of tells you that, you know, we need you to address the following things about yourself. Right. You have a vagina. Right. <laughs> you're, you're tall. You're short. You're fat. You're right. old. You're whatever. We you need have, you, you have to talk about You giant boobs. It. You have no boobs. Yes. Bo- oh, have- I never talked about my boobs. And I knew they were big. I'm just like, <laughs> you're not getting this out of me. <laughs> You aren't. 
You got to work on your own. You got to work around them. Work, yeah. work, work around my boobs, you guys. Now, <laughs> now I talk. I, I mean, I would never open. Sometimes I'll make a, a riff about it. And every once yeah. in a while I'll try a joke and then I'm, I'll put like three months into it. And I'm like, I don't want to fucking. It still isn't. It's you know still what? If I die I and this to. is the only joke that, that someone shows on In a Tribute, really. Oh, that. Oh, I will come back joke. and haunt someone. <laughs> if I've made some reference to some bodily function and that's the one that they play. I will come back and haunt your asses because I wrote some really smart jokes, you guys. So yeah, get we me need to. A we good need. One. We everyone should come up with their own playlist. You know what? Learn from Bowie. That dude told you what he he forced you to w- listen to his entire album six times. The one he just released. Yeah, right I tried to. Uh, I found out the second time I listened to it, I was like, I think it's jazz. You didn't like it. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, there will not, I will, I, there, I'm never going to be cool, Laurie Kilmartin. It's never, I mean, I don't know. I want to like it. And Andy really liked it. He was yeah. like, you should just try it one more time. I was like, I will, I will try it one more time. Did you watch the video for Lazarus? No, no, it's should good. I? Okay. I, I mean, mean, the video sometimes does help, quite honestly. It really it can't hurt. Yeah. So I'm in. It's, it, yeah. And somebody, uh, you know, somebody on Medium wrote a pretty cool, a review? post about it oh, just cool. about like how it's just a guy who's you know dying and still has shit to do and he's yeah. fucking fighting you right know? and right. it's like yeah that's why i want to go down i want to go out fighting i that, like i like how no one knew and it right. was a surprise both him and rickman like yeah. what well that's, that's the thing alan rickman kind of the way to go david bowie oh really, <laughs> really? He, he, i wrote a blog post about it because rickman rickman changed my life did you see galaxy quest i didn't Probably because it had the word galaxy in it. Probably, and it had the word quest in it. It's not really, wasn't really made for you. But uh, <laughs> what I will say about Galaxy Quest, there's a great line because he plays like the Spock-like character. Yeah. In like a, it's a, it's a comedy, and it's yeah. a, a, so. But at one point, Tim Allen it plays the. Oh, Kirk. that's why I didn't see yeah, it. Yeah, that, that also it wasn't the word. Galaxy. Tim Allen just fell right into that. So uh, because <laughs> it's a great movie, and uh-huh. the thing is, is is he's fighting this monster again. Uh, there's another reason you didn't see it. He's yeah. fighting a monster. Yeah, and um, Al- and he's and he's like, I need some help. Well, how, how should I try to? What are his weaknesses? And Alan Rickman's character, who's this uh, like trained British actor, says, "What is its motivation?" And <laughs> Tim Allen's character goes. It's a monster. I don't think it's got any motivation. And Alan Rickman says, "You've never appreciated the art." <laughs> and and really, it spoke to me like like Bowie speaks to people. Yeah. And I was like, you know, I love fucking Alan. I love him in Die yeah, he Hard. He was great. Galaxy he was great Quest. And yeah. It's and of uh, course Harry Potter. But Sense whatever. and Sensibility, which I have not seen. I read the book a bunch of times, but I haven't. Oh man, he's yeah. great. Yeah. I hear he's great. I yeah, hear he's I watched really good. like a clip reel of it again. I'm like, oh, I fell in love with that guy when he did that. Yeah, yeah, I need to, I need to watch that. That is, that is a cool way to go. I mean, neither of them were haunted by photographers and stuff like that. You know, it's, yeah, it's kind of nice to, you know, like I was to just not thinking with anyone, um, Valerie or... Harper, a, yeah. like a year ago, or maybe no, it was like two over two years ago. Because I remember my dad had cancer at the same time. It's like she's got brain cancer and she's got, you know, months. Okay. And you're like, oh no! And then, then after a while, you're like, what happened to her? Is she dead? And you, but you want answers. And right. is she alive? Well, why did I fucking feel bad for you? Because you had brain cancer. If you're if same you with lived. Jimmy Carter, I'm a little bit like, <laughs> you know what? You got cured. Keep it on the DL. If you, right. you know, <laughs> right? I wasted a lot of grief because Jimmy Carter reminded me of my dad, and then right. and then he got cured. And guess what? My dad didn't get cured. I guess he doesn't have the care the president gets. Right. I guess the president gets better health. Anyway, care. it's good to shock people. Right. You know, just throw it out there. Yeah, Bill Martin, throw it out. <laughs> Let's. Okay. So after we recorded last week's episode, okay. Uh, so I had essentially a, a like a woman comic, like festival like mm-hmm. that that we we went and hung out with Lori Laura Laura House yes and then the next day I had lunch with Karen Runtown I had breakfast with Aaron Foley and we wrote together jokes Great. and then I met for coffee I met Kara Sultanovich Felicia Michaels and Karen Rontowski oh my god so I had like six women comics who have been doing stand-up for I think almost as long as us if not yeah. longer yeah and all that was left is for like Kathy Ladman and Wendy Liebman to show up <laughs> and just blow us all away <laughs> but um, that's cool but it led to this hilarious conversation about bookers right and Somebody said that Booker's a creep. I know, and, I know the Booker you're talking about, right? Because he's a creep. But I thought they meant creepy Booker, like all squeezy, petty kind of creepy, like a like a bad guy, right? Yeah. And she meant he doesn't pay. 
He pays poorly. We're talking about the same one. We're talking about um, the one the one guy who yeah. doesn't pay well, and then the other guy who with a comb over who's constantly aren't uh, they the same person? Nope, two different guys. Okay. Whatever, but the thing but is, but you know what? The comb over guy who yeah. does a lot of extra hugging and touching yeah. also doesn't pays, pay me well. Well, he pays poorly, but he always pays what he says he's going to pay. Oh yes, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, because I said I don't like the the squeezy touchy guy, and Rontowski <laughs> doesn't give goes, a shit. Rontowski's like, yeah, but at least he always pays you what he says he's going to pay you. And I was like, <laughs> it's such a comic well, thing to say. You know, she reads cards. She probably does cards beforehand. All right, he's only going to grope me twice. I can do that. I'll oh, show right, because she's kid. all tarawi and paranormal. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I sent her my. She she's studying. Uh, she's studying astrology now. You mm-hmm. know, and uh, and I said, I'm sure she loves that tone of voice that you just well, that, used. That too. mocking tone. Yeah, yeah, she needs to be openly. Why? <laughs> she she does Reiki. She's, she's had it too easy, Karen Rontowski. Yeah, <laughs> let's get her, man. You know, everyone should go see Karen Rontowski, for course, God's sake. Of course. And so nobody writes a damn joke like Rontowski does. Holy yeah. crap. Anyway, um, but. Yeah, she was telling me that uh, the, the last couple of years, according to her, she's only had one class. So she's like, so this is a, sw- this is a sweeping generalization about cancers because I'm a cancer. You mm-hmm. guys. Yeah, me too. And, are you? Okay. Yeah, I'm well, four th- days older than you are. Oh, that's right. We're yeah, <laughs> that's right. We're in the same damn yeah. July. Okay, so we, uh, she said the last three years have been very hard, but the next year is going to be great. Oh, for cancers? Yeah. Interesting. Now we know. Now okay. we know. And by the way, we both know now. Cool. And I said, it's been pretty good. I've been working pretty steady. She said, didn't your mom die like two and a half years ago? And I was like, all right. Yeah. I hate to be an asshole and forget that my mom died <laughs> two and a half years ago. It was two and a half years ago. Well, two years, you're still off, in the grieving. Get yeah. a cup of coffee. Anyway. I think there, I don't know if that... Uh, we're, we were talking about that BuzzFeed article about um, the UCB and oh, the right. improv community, which is not – it's really different from stand-up, you know? I mean, yeah, improv well, itself is and that the whole – There are more groups of people. There are groups, groups of people. You have to join a group of people. <laughs> and Ugh. work with others. It's just showing up it's, with this podcast with you is you, agony to me. <laughs> I can't imagine. But just think, every day you go in, into a writer's room. No, I don't. I go into my own – I'm not even – I'm not on the sketch team. On the monologue team, we, oh, okay. we're in our own rooms. Oh, that's hilarious. Yes, we have our own offices. And we meet at lunch and read the jokes out loud, but then we immediately scurry back <laughs> to our own places so we don't have to talk to people and write This more is jokes. more of a draw than I thought then, because uh, I, I, too, have trouble thinking about spending 14 hours a day in a writer's room. Oh, with no, somebody. no, no. It's not like that at all. No, you yeah. have your own office and you oh, write yeah. monologue jokes. Yeah, all the, and the sketch and guys, you too. Yeah, it's... Dude, okay, it's a sweet gig. Right, right. Is it, yeah, yeah. And, but, but, um, but the improv people, they want to work with each other. They yeah. want to... yeah. They're very fa- – it's a family. It's very beautiful. It's a family and- with, a, with an uncle that molests his <laughs> right. nieces. With occasionally there's some, some molesting uncles. And, uh- but, uh, but I – you know, it, if you're in a group with a bunch of guys, of course they're going to make you the prostitute, the victim. I mean – Oh, the, can- the way the writing yeah, goes. How yeah. Can, if you're a female in that group, you have to take control of the scene immediately or you're going to be marginalized in a way, right? Okay. I, I would imagine. Again, I'm not in When I started person. doing stand-up comedy, I was the youngest 19-year-old you have ever met in your life. <laughs> so I was yeah. doing stand-up in Madison, Wisconsin with five other guys. And at the end of it, we would play 184, 184. We'd play these improv games. Oh. And then we would sing a song. Uh, that we all sang. It was the it was that the weirdest. That seems like the worst show I've. It was a damn that seems nightmare. Horrible. It was a damn nightmare. But I got to go on stage every night for eight months and do ten minutes. Got and, it. Uh, got it. So there you go. Uh, but I was nineteen, and I literally were singing a song, and one of the other comics t- t- taps me on the shoulder and says, "Lean in front of that guy and make." Uh, what I know now is a jerk-off motion. <laughs> you know now. <laughs> and I said, "What will that do?" He said, "It'll get a laugh." And I go, "Okay." Because I want the laugh. And so I lean in front and I do it and everybody laughs. And then I'm just kind of sitting around. And I never ask, what is it? Oh but I God. do it every every show now for eight months. I, d- I don't even fucking know what it is. Wow. And so, and then later, I think I love back your at it. lack of curiosity. You're like, <laughs> you know what? It works. <laughs> I'm just here to make people laugh, Karen. I'm a clown. <laughs> and uh, Karen? Wait, Lori. I don't know who you were talking I was, to. I was channeling Rontowski, I guess. <laughs> but, but um, the, yeah, no, I, and... But the weird, so I, and and I, but then 
after, because I, too much info. You're having a stroke right now. I'm having a little bit of a stroke because <laughs> I was in com- I did stand up comedy for eight months. And during those, uh, and then for during college, that's when I lost my, my virginity. Oh, that's why you were having a stroke. Yeah, I'm having a stroke because I'm telling too much to the people of the Nerdist Network. And uh, but the thing is, is so I started to get what the joke was. Yeah, and then I also we would do these improv. Why is that? How that happened during the virginity loss? You. You Prior made that to... hand motion with the guy? <laughs> no, no, okay. no, no, no. That would have been very funny. It yeah. would have been would have been a great callback because it was the guy who tapped me on the shoulder. <gasps> no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Too he, much. He Again. was auditioning you. He <laughs> liked how you moved your hand, and he's like, he's like "I'm going to take oh, that lady." She's left handed. Good for her. And uh, but the uh, the because he's right penis. <laughs> We've embarrassed Aristotle, and uh, <laughs> so but the um. Yeah, but we would do these sketches, and in almost every sketch, I would end up on my knees, pretending to blow some guy. Wow. Yeah. So, again, initially did not know what it meant, yeah. and then later I was like, oh, I see what I'm supposed to do. And uh, so that's the punchline. Then you want to go, then you just go into stand-up where you don't have to deal with that shit. Right, and then you go into stand-up wow. where you can write non-dick jokes, and, yeah. uh, and people can be confused why you're not writing dick jokes, and then you go, I have six. I have six now, 30 years later. Is it okay? <laughs> <laughs> so... Um. Yeah. So uh, that was a very detailed article, though, on BuzzFeed. About- right about about those the two women who the the it was that whole thing with at iOS and Beth Stelling. Yeah. And then the the she and went- there's like a Facebook account and uh, a secret Facebook account, um, which I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm a, a part of, of several secret Facebook so accounts. They're not secret. They're private. <laughs> private. Let's go private. Yes. They're select. Yes. And uh, um, they are not restricted. Where they you talk select. about shit freely. Yeah. Where you get to if talk you about. To. Yeah. If they're just essentially just women in comedy in different cities or in the nation, yeah. right? And so um, the, you could just be mellow. You don't have to worry about it. Yeah. And if you are. If you are whiny, other people have slapped other people down and go, that actually doesn't sound like a, that's just something you, know you didn't what, get though? any work. Here's the thing. Yeah. Some, someone take a, take a screenshot of something you wrote. You know, oh, you're, right. ne- you're never safe. I, I would never oh, right, really. Because right. if, you, know you, what, if but you went completely. Just I'm saying in general, if you think you you're can in a private. You can screenshot it. Yeah. yeah. Right. If someone wanted to be a dick or someone wanted to fuck you over. And some people do. Garrett you someone- in your career. <laughs> Um, you don't want that to be yeah, the name of the be show? be careful. And, uh, so, <laughs> Garrett Ronkowski, you should do that. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Now. Um, yeah, but it was it was interesting because what, what it was is they were in this private group, I guess, together. Yeah. And then it found out that somebody was dating a guy that was a bad guy. And they're like, hey, do you want to go out to lunch? I have a quick question for you. Is he being horrible to you, too? And then that's how they sort of came up with a strategy to release this info. Yeah. And it's blown up and it's gone out of uh, – it, it's – immediately out of your control once you yeah. state what happened but i un, un, i didn't know who that guy was i'm sure i've met him again another comic that i've met yeah in, but i don't i didn't know who he was but as soon as i found out who he was i unfriended him on facebook just because i wanted to beat oh, his stelling's ex yeah yes 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 i just because as soon as i saw the fucking fingerprints on her legs at bruises yeah. i was like hmm, whoever did that yeah i don't want to Share cat videos with him. I'm, right. I'm, I'm out of here. So, well, uh, but BuzzFeed did a big article. They did a weird. bigger article about improv and ge- it, it stand up so different. You know, I mean, because you're, I don't know. You're, I mean, obviously you're not part of a group. You know, I mean, yeah, it's super solo. Somebody was saying when you had posted a something about that on Facebook, like Karen, I think said it's the bookers that are actually creepy and stand up. It's not, oh, it's, it's not the other, rarely comics. the other comedians. Although yeah. there've been many times where I've been in condos and the, the, everyone was nice, but I'm like, I don't know these guys and there's no locks on these doors. We're in a house in yeah. Des Moines right now together for yeah. a whole week, you know, and everybody was fine. But yeah, um, the, the worst thing that ever happened was just rudeness. Yeah. Just sort of and just hey, grossness. Your mom works uh, at a different comedy club. Do your own dishes. And uh, I'm not, <laughs> doing your fucking dishes why do i have to do your dishes i don't want to do i don't want to live in squalor and uh I, I had a really weird week with this guy uh who i can't name larry gemstone 
a uh, well that guy never blew up what happened there I don't know that guy um, but he but it was also the week of the Oklahoma City bombing and we were working at a mob club in Phoenix oh my God. so there's so many <laughs> there's a lot and of I didn't things feel going sexually I, I thought he could murder me but I okay. think he would rape me okay so I didn't leave the condo you were like oh I'm not gonna pay for a hotel if he's just gonna murder yeah, me yeah 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 as enough. long as I'm not yeah. violated right <laughs> but I used to travel with this um, there's this like a, it was a wedge that you would put under your door and it, with batteries in it. So if someone tried to open the door, an alarm would sound. So I'd always oh. shove that under my condo. I mean, my my bedroom door in a condo. You are very well prepared. You know, Tracy Ashley always travels with her own uh, blow up mattress. I know. I saw. Yeah, that's hilarious. That's crazy. Anyway, but so what did, did you ever have to use it? Did it ever go off? No, it, did, it never went off. Okay. I was just permanently terrified for like 25 straight years <laughs> until I began <laughs> demanding a hotel. I, uh, yeah, just weird. Who's it? I, he probably doesn't remember this, so I might not want to tell the story. It was just yeah. like I was doing a New Year's Eve in, in, uh, in Austin, Texas, probably 10 years ago or so. Yeah. And I was featuring. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the headliner had done a fair amount of coke and was yeah. drunk off his ass. And they had, they gave you a car at this time. And so I was driving back. Oh. And so I was, and I was. I, I remember that. They gave you a rental car, right? Yeah. yeah. They had a, and you a, went back to the house. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so I drove back. And all night he just kept saying, you know, if neither of us get laid, we should just totally do it. And uh, and I was oh, like, if you, if you don't get laid, you, yeah, you if we don't if we don't pick up other people tonight at this New Year's Eve uh, gig, we should just do it with each other. That's a that's a very sensible plan. <laughs> well, it seems practical. It, it does. does seem like like he's using the the things right in front of him. He's he's being yeah. very he's using the blocks that have been given to him. <laughs> and uh, and I'm like, no, no, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so, man. And uh, and then so he asked me like the third time he asked me, I was like, go to bed, go to bed. <laughs> I'm going to bed. You should go to bed. And so it was never anything. I mean, he wasn't, he didn't, he just mentioned it. Yeah. He's just a cold call. It was just like a persistent exactly. tel- telemarketer. Oh That's great. Where he wouldn't use like. You'll tell me later who it was. I right? will. Okay. Sure. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, the word, it, it is that, that, that handy sort of, you yeah. know, like that one booker, which it kind of sucks because he's in the, you know, he's within an hour radius of here. So. Oh, right. And you want to work. You yeah. want you want to yeah. work for all of these guys, yeah, yeah, but yeah. they all have a nickel. But it, and the the booker who doesn't pay well, you yeah. always know he's making three times more than you, right? And so he's yeah. Like, why are they in the business if they're right? And well, and he and he does stand up too. The the bookers that are weirdly enough can often be the worst. They can be where you're just like, no, I know that you're willing to do this for a nickel because yeah. I'm willing to do this for a nickel. Yeah. So I'm going to make seventy seven hundred dollars. Yeah. And you're going to make a nickel. Yeah. And there there can be a thing. This is not all of them. No. Like Marshall Style, Marshall Childs in, in yeah. Atlanta is great. Yep. And he's a funny comic and his club is awesome and he yeah. treats the comics really well. Mm-hmm. But there's also there's also the 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 comic slash club owner who is angry that he had to open a club to stay in the business. Right. And resents the comedians that are working. That for guy's him. almost a caricature. Yeah. 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 And it, you know what's never no women comics have, have opened any clubs. Wait. Who? Heather in Rooster Teeth Feathers. Yes, and she yeah, always yeah, treats yeah. you right. Yes. She treats she you tre- right. She treats you right. Barbara yeah. Holiday did stand up for a little while. She oh, really? co-owns Flappers. Yeah. And uh and so she's pretty fair. Yeah. And and stage time galore yeah, for this I love time, Flappers. man. Yeah. Flappers is amazing. Don't say you get stage time there. Twenty people will ask you to put in a word. Oh God. Yeah. I shut it down. Are, <laughs> <laughs> you can actually email them. It'll be fine. <laughs> I'll give you that guy's email address. I'm not above it. Jackie at JackieCation.com. Uh so what uh, what do you got this week? We're we're at an hour. We're pretty close. Are we really? Yeah, we're okay. getting there. Yeah. God damn it! I have uh, some little spots here and there this week. I'm here and there in Los Angeles this week. It's another week of uh, you know minus a hundred dollars probably by the end of the week. <laughs> right, just try to pay for childcare and getting some sets. What? Yeah, tomorrow is uh, Martin Luther King Day, day mm-hmm. Junior Day, and um, I I don't have my kid and I have oh. a spot and I and I just realized like how. And again, if you're a female comic and you're thinking about having a kid, one thing you don't think about is how you get to guilt-free, do anything you want guilt-free. And yeah. when I when I have a spot, there's I feel like a like a weight on my back of you should be home with your son. You should you know? be raising that boy. It hurts. Right. And, it, and whenever my son is with his dad, and I'm 
I'm you're not responsible. The, this, I, the spot feels so much more exciting. Yeah, you know, I'm driving right. to a bar in Manhattan Beach, <laughs> but I'm not oh a bad mother while I'm doing it. Right. You know, okay. Yeah. You're going to a, a bar in Manhattan Beach? Yeah. Manhattan Beach is so far away. I know. So far away. I know. If, if I had a sitter that night, it would be a, at least an extra $60. Why can't you just strong arm your way into something local? Or is oh, it just fun? They asked me. They okay. asked me. Oh, that was very nice. <laughs> I was, it was me. at request. <laughs> she just did a hair flip, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Look, my hair moves. Something <laughs> on my head moves. It's not my face. Um, what about you uh, on the road? Yeah, I'm going to Sketchfest. I'm gonna oh. um, I'm gonna open for Maria uh, Bam Ford in uh, San Sketchfest. Francisco. Yeah, this will be this will air afterwards. But I think um, well, hopefully they came out to see. <laughs> hopefully they came out, and then I I for oh I'm in Seattle again. I'm I'm gonna be in Se- I'm gonna move to Seattle. No, I have three three weeks in. Uh, I did Tacoma. I'm going back at the end of the month to do a benefit for Kermit Apio's high school, oh, his neat. kids' high school, and then I'm back at Kirkland. In like March, sweet. So whatever, but in the middle of it all, I'm I liked to- how you call Tacoma Seattle. You know, people are raging at their podcast right now. Let me tell you, the, it's I, like I like Seattle and I like Tacoma. The only people who mock Tacoma are people from Tacoma. Listen, I'm Everyone not from is, Tacoma. <laughs> no, but I, Tacoma. They, they remind me of uh, San Francisco and San Jose. But Tacoma okay. is in the San Jose before Steve Jobs invented Apple. <laughs> so if you if you buy a house there now, <laughs> in the 30 time. years, you'll be a millionaire. Okay. Note to that's self, that's a little financial advice from Lori Kilmartin, <laughs> you guys. And right. do, here's mine. Right. Buy uh Walnut trees and plant them. That's a Eddie Pepitone. That's more of an Eddie Pepitone. That kind is of thing. the worst financial advice I've ever <laughs> Cause in, no, heard. Three generations from now, you're, you'll have hardwood. It'll be amazing. <laughs> it's only it's only 120 years from now. Guys, listen have... to me. <laughs> Don't listen to Jackie. Don't listen to me. Buy in Tacoma. Buy in Tacoma and hold it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's the Jackie and Lori show. Thank you. Bye. Now leaving Nerdist.com. 